0: This episode of New Jersey Living, the podcast, we have something special for sellers in this particular episode. Uh, We've dealt with a lot of market-related topics, investor-related topics, buyer-related topics. We've dove into community, coffee. We have some more food coming up pretty soon. I'm very excited about that. Uh, But I wanted to have something that was specific to sellers. What are some Things that sellers need to be aware of, not only about the market, but the marketing of their property. So my guest today has some very, very creative and informative insight, insights to share. So stick around for that if you want to hear some of these details. And we're about to dive into that now. Welcome to New Jersey Living, the podcast where we explore all things New Jersey real estate. I'm your host, Corey Jones, a real estate agent with Coldwell Banker and team leader of the New Jersey Living Group. We're a team of experienced agents who specialize in residential sales in several counties ranging from Bergen County in northern New Jersey to Ocean County down the shore. On this podcast, we will talk to real estate experts, local business owners, community leaders and town officials to get the inside scoop various towns in new jersey we'll discuss everything from the latest market trends to featured local attractions with dining recreation and entertainment whether you're a current resident a prospective buyer or just curious about new jersey real estate we have something for you so sit back relax and join us for a conversation about all things new jersey living welcome to new jersey living the podcast this is episode number 16. And as I mentioned in the intro, this one is specifically on the concept of staging and what it does for a property that is being marketed for sale. And that's whether you are doing something coming soon, if you are off market or if you're actually on market this has a direct correlation to how you draw eyes on your property all right so if you are first time joining us i want to welcome you we are new jersey living the podcast be sure to click like subscribe notification bell because we cover all things new jersey primarily real estate market but we do cover Dining scene, entertainment scene, iconic locations, you name it. If it's New Jersey, we are going to cover it right here on this channel. So if you're on YouTube, you're going to be able to see a few extras. We have some uh, video content and media assets that you'll be able to actually view. If you are listening, just sit back and relax and take in... The insights that are about to come your way. So I have with me Phyllis from Restyle to Sell. Phyllis is my go to when it comes to staging property and I'll get into why. But first, I want to just let Phyllis jump in really quickly Mm -hmm. to share a little bit about her background and how she arrived at staging to the point where she is right now with Restyle to Sell. Welcome, Hi, Corey. Phyllis.
1: Thank you. Thank All you right. for having me. I'm excited. Very much. Very so, much. So we met a while ago. Yes, yes. And the beauty of what I do is I will help people redesign their home so realtors like Corey and others now have a purposeful market. They they make your home marketable so they can sell it. It's no longer your home. So let's get into how I started this. So many years ago, I'm quite old now, when I was eight, I started moving furniture around my home and other people's homes, and I loved it. And as the years went by, friends and family would always ask me to do this. And they would make a joke and say, you should start a business. And I'd be like, start a business. Who's going to pay me for that? And then many years later, when I lost my job, my son said, hey, Mom, I heard this concept of staging. Why don't we try it? I said, then I, then it's no fun if I have to do it as a job. <laughs> So he put a note out to a realtor, and we got a response. So the next thing I knew, I was taking some business courses, and here we are today.
0: All right. All right. And so, and here's, uh, and this is the first time I heard that part of the story, right? So we've been doing business for some time, but I haven't heard that part of the story yet. So Phyllis mentioned moving furniture around. uh, And here, let's fast forward to one of the first jobs that we had together. And Edison. I reached out to Phyllis because I, I I, I'm trying to remember exactly how I came across. I don't even remember now, but I do remember is your website certainly highlights the concept of Mm -hmm. restyling and re really organizing decluttering Mm -hmm. and setting up a property for staging without necessarily having to empty the property out or bring Mm -hmm. a lot of things in. Mm -hmm. So I, that caught on. So I, we got together, had a consultation and I really saw the miracle that can be worked with with Phyllis's expertise. So just uh, yeah, di- dive into that a little bit. Just um, okay. the the aspect of restart. What are you focused on? What are you looking to um, identify as you come into a home? How do you okay. visualize what what it could be?
1: Yeah, that's a good question because many people think staging is emptying out their homes of their mm-hmm. furniture and then putting all new furniture in. Well, I was always under the concept that it's more about selling the square footage of the home and the selling features of the home. So, for instance, we did a home in Asbury Park two days ago where the fireplace is what the buyers are buying. They're not buying his sofa. So I want to highlight those selling features. So when I go into a home, I look to see what areas are blocked, how I can make the room look larger how I can show off maybe a, a window heading out to the backyard, something beautiful like that. But it's more about showcasing the home and not the furniture. And that has been very successful. And people, after we stage homes, they're like, oh, I wish you were here uh, two <laughs> years ago. I love it. How, how come I never thought of that? And I always think, I don't know. How come you didn't? Because it's so simple when you move this sofa out of the way. So that's how that started. Yeah. And when I started staging in 2006, nobody really knew what staging was. So thus the name of restyled to sell was creative room design to make your house look bigger. And then, of course, when staging became popular about two years after that, the whole concept changed. But I'm still doing the restyling and it works.
0: Oh, it does. It does. And and this was a case and thinking about this Edison home. So just to paint the picture for those um, who are even if you're watching, you're not going to be able to see those photos necessarily. But. Um, this is a young family. Uh, at the time there were two kids. They just had another one recently. The family did. Um, so there are toys everywhere in the living room. Um, the bedrooms are a modest size, not very, very large. So the moment I walked in, um, and Phyllis came with me on a subsequent visit, I really wanted to see what she could do because uh, just literally the living room, which was relatively large, it was a, playroom also for the kids Mm -hmm. so there's just toys everywhere and as phyllis was saying it was a matter of what is the feature kind of identifying what is the feature aspect of a property i think that's one of the key pieces right the
1: size of the room so i think in that particular home they had certain uh areas blocked i think when you walked in you to the left we hid the toys we opened up the room space we showed off the large picture window from what i believe yes correct right? So Correct. things like that. Um, we just did a larger home in Rumson where the furniture was all mismatched and the room was very long, like a bowling alley. Okay. We situated the sofas in such a way where the room became cozy. We And she called me the other day, I have to pick up the stuff, you know, my accessories next week. And she said, my kids didn't recognize the home because now <laughs> well, the, in, the yeah. beautiful yes. floors were showing. She says, I sit in there now by my fireplace and I enjoy it. So it's the selling features of the home. It, See, as a real estate paralegal, I was working as a real estate paralegal for five years. So I knew the day of the closing, that's when the seller, the buyers went in and saw the home empty. So I always envisioned, well, they have to see what they're getting. Because I know many a times, even when I bought my home, I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't realize I had that or I had that. So right. I want to show those things to the buyer's when they go to view the home. That's important. Yes,
0: yes absolutely. That That's a very good point. Um, a couple of points that Phyllis did bring up earlier, what people want to see when they enter a home, they want to see size. Correct. They want to see, and you most uh, effectively demonstrate size in spaces by having a cleared open floor and being able to see windows, right? So allowing that natural light mm-hmm. in, and they can really appreciate mm-hmm. the natural light and being able to see outside. So in this case, it was obviously, all right, we, we were not going to shut the... Family life down for right. two months, right? For right. We selling don't a do property. That, and we don't. So, and, and yeah, so it's a good point to bring up because uh, those who may have younger children are thinking, well, how do I manage then if I'm going to have family life every day and all the toys just disappear up in And it wasn't that at all. It was just a matter of how to effectively organize and store them mm-hmm. in a way that it can be easily. You know, cleaned up and prepared yes. for a, a, a showing. and mm-hmm. um, But outside of that, the kids still can go and do what they normally do. And that was a big piece of this. Uh, we fast forward. Uh, I remember the home we had in Plainfield. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a situation. No young kids, but it was just a matter of clutter and uh, organizing, really.
1: Was that the one with the desk <clears throat> and the office within the living room?
0: Uh, yes. 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 So we yes.
1: rearranged the desk where it was. Almost towards the window, but visually out of the space, and we created a small living room yeah. with artwork. So when they walk in, they can see. Okay, I probably won't put my desk there, but what a nice living room this
0: is. Correct. Plus, correct. we had
1: to hide the rabbits and something else. There was another animal. Yeah, there was, there was <laughs> another.
0: Um, yes, yes. so that a was, I'm Sorry, you know what? You're right. That was the the one. Oh, with, the, the right? Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, but again, but it was it was a matter of. How do we? This is a situation where it was almost like a mini zoo, right? Yes, yes. So you have rabbits, you have dogs, you have lizard, you have like these tanks. So how do you best, you know, situate everything that it can it can make sense, but also be aesthetically uh, appealing to Correct. a buyer? They came in and that property went a hundred over. Ads, wow! Right, so it yeah. was like wow, yeah. So, um, but backing up a little bit, uh, there was a property that we did have in Plainfield. Uh, This one, um, just, it was just a matter of how do we organize furniture? How do we clear floor space? And here's the piece I want you to speak to some Because Phyllis always asks this question when she comes in, and this is routine. Like, do you have any uh, tablecloths, comforters, curtains, like anything (laughs) that you have? Let's go up to, let's go to your basement. Let's go to your attic. Let's pull out yep. anything that you have that you have stored away. And what she does from there is just quite miraculous. So just give me yeah, an idea funny. of what you're what you're looking for. It's with funny,
1: that. I always say that so many sellers have hidden treasures in their homes. Yes. And they always tell me, and I'm doing this 18 years, mm-hmm. it never fails. They say, I don't have anything. I'm like, I promise <laughs> you, you do. And I will search every closet, every basement, every... And I'll be like, what about that? What about that? What about that? Oh, that old thing, I was throwing it out. And so I find that to be so exciting. And I and they, things that they think they may not have used, I may use in a different way. And then they're like, wow, I love that. So to me, that's fun. But in the very beginning... I would, And the realtors were so funny. I would just walk in and just start opening cabinets and closets, and they <laughs> knew what I was doing, but the sellers would get a little, like, freaked out. But now I'm like, do you mind if I go in or yeah. I'll warn them yeah. ahead of time? And it's the same thing. I don't have anything. There was one time we did an Indian family. They said they had nothing, and truly they didn't. But we found pashminas. okay. And we hung them as artwork on the walls. Oh, nice. nice. And I'm telling you, it was beautiful. Yeah, so because there's always are, something. Yeah, the color and the patterns. Beautiful. Absolutely. Beautiful. Absolutely. So there's always something.
0: It is. Uh, it has never failed because I've, I've not been in one staging scenario with Phyllis where they did not find something. I
1: know. It always amazes right? me. I'm like, <laughs> so, wow. Well, because I'm like, oh, I don't know. Am I going to find it this yes, time? And I'm like, we yes, did it. Yes. It's a blessing.
0: So the way, And just to give um, for those, whether you're a realtor who is open to having mm-hmm. another staging resource, uh, which I absolutely would highly endorse Phyllis or if you're a seller and you're one to understand what does this look like? How does the process work? So I, and this is my model. uh, I cover Phyllis's consultation fee to come Mm -hmm. in to do the initial consultation. Mm -hmm. So she, that doesn't cost the seller anything. She comes in, she gives ideas. She goes through, just like she said, Mm -hmm. what do you have right now? And she gives recommendation and she'll leave a list of items that she's recommending. Uh, If the seller wants to move forward, Phyllis comes back with her team to do the actual setup and organization, mm-hmm. right? And that varies based on, of course, size of home, how much furniture has to be moved around. It's just the scale of the scope of the work, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so we, uh, we, we've had quite a few of these projects to do. And I'm going to flash up right now. These aren't my listings right here. So if you're on YouTube, you're going to see a few before and after of Phyllis's work. Um, and we're going to have her website up also at the end. So you'll know how to contact her and how to go to her website to see even more of this footage. But I can tell you that every without fail, every property that we've had, and this is without bringing in much of anything. Right. I think there might have been one or two properties yeah, where you brought very a few, few accessories. Yeah, very few. Uh, but I do mean accessories. Right. Mm-hmm. So nothing extensive mm-hmm. at all. Um, But most the vast majority are what that homeowner currently has that may be Mm -hmm. tucked away somewhere uh, or have to be replaced, repositioned, what have you. But it looks totally different uh, from what when we first come in. So this is something that I'm always doing Mm -hmm. leading up to that first weekend, the open house, and of course, the photos. You want to have this prepared uh, for the photos. But I want to just kind of lean back uh, to you, Phil, just to speak on. Your organization days, and I kind of framed it a little bit, but your organization day, what does it look like? And give people an idea of how Mm -hmm. big of a team you bring in for what kind of job.
1: Okay. Well, usually it depends on, that's what's good about the consultation is that I I look to see what I need, how many guys I may need to help move furniture. So it usually ranges from two to four people. We get it done within a few short hours because, you know, they all know. I have a vision in my head already what I'm going to do, right. and I just direct them to do it. Now, I will say this, where sellers have made the mistake thanks to HDTV, which I love, they think they all can stage, so they do one of two things. They declutter to a fault, where I'll say, "Wish I wish we had a chair for that corner. Oh, I moved it, I thought, and they and like that. Or they decorate to a fault, and it's not decorating. Staging is not decorating. It's actually taking away, again, less is more. So, when we go in, even if the sellers would say, "Well, I've already done stuff," and then I stop pulling it away, they're like, shocked. You know, they set tables. I don't always agree with that because let's be real. How many people live with their dining room tables set all the time? Right, right. So, we want to show reality. You don't want to you want to walk into a home that feels neat, clean, decluttered, floors are clean. I may pick up beautiful area rugs that day. Roll them up. We just did that the other day. He's like, why are you taking up all my area rugs? He had beautiful bamboo flooring. Yes. So it's yes. those things that we have to highlight. So when the realtor posts their pictures online, the buyer, as they're going through, they're like, wow, this I want to see this house. And that's the first step in a buyer calling to see your home. That's so yes. important. Yes. So that's what our team does. We'll roll up area rugs. We'll re- rearrange furniture. I did a house where they had bunk beds— and they didn't have a a sofa in the family room den, so it was just dead space. I took the top bunk bed, made it a day bed, and brought it downstairs. So we'll we'll do things. But I have guys that do all of that. Right. So that's amazing, which I don't like the homeowners. They, like, I've had homeowners say, hey, my son's a home from college. They'll help you. <laughs> a few times I have done that, and the guys are like, "Ma, I didn't think it was going <laughs> to be this much. This. <laughs> so that's why it's important to hire just our team. Yeah,
0: yeah. Absolutely. And with, and I'm going to go to a room specific that is a highlight for every viewing, and that's going to mm-hmm. be kitchen, right? So yes. we've done our share of those. I'm thinking about right now the Bayonne. Remember the Bayonne property we went yes. to? They, uh, they chose just to go with the consultation alone. Yes. All right. Because in this case, it was very interesting. The husband was totally open to the whole staging mm-hmm. concept, the wife was not. Uh, and she became a believer after. She saw what what was done because Phyllis left the homework, left Mm -hmm. what needed to be done, and he did it, all right? The husband, like, on his own. Mm -hmm. Every time I came over, it was so funny. Every time I came over, he was drenched (laughs) in sweat because he had been working, right? He had just been working on all the stuff. But once he had it done, and this was a situation where there were just um, just a lot of, you know, just a couple—it was just two of them, no kids and just a dog, but they would— uh, they had a, a big fish tank. They had yes. a lot of plants. I'm right? picturing
1: it exactly and, now. Beautiful and, home. Yeah,
0: be absolutely gorgeous home. Um, but you couldn't see it. But yeah, you just <laughs> couldn't see everything, right? And yeah. how you would, because uh, you, you want, you want, we can envision as realtors and of course a stager what you want that buyer to see when they come in, right? What that open house needs to look like and how. Traffic needs to be able to flow through it, yeah. and what catches attention, right? So kitchens are a big part of that.
1: Kitchens and the yes. living spaces. And the, the main. Living, yes. Like main I always space. say, you don't want people to focus on the negatives. You want to focus on the positives. So here we are doing a podcast. If I came in here with rollers in my hair and, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. my bathrobe on— no matter how good Corey is speaking to you, you would not be able to take your <laughs> eyes off of me because you're focusing on the negative. Yeah. So that's we don't want your home to be like that. We want people to see all the positive features of your home.
0: Yes, indeed, indeed, and and so with kitchens, mm-hmm. countertops are huge because people yes. have a little bit of anything and everything on yep. them. Yeah. Um, so what are some of those staples? When then this is me just picking your brain because mm-hmm. we haven't had a conversation on this specifically, but. Mm-hmm. What are some of the things that you are looking to accomplish as it pertains to that kitchen counter space, which can be significant? Well,
1: that's important. Um, Some people will take everything off their counters. Now, I don't agree with that because if you went into a model home or we do – I bring stuff in. So I will take stuff, maybe colorful stuff – I'll say, hey, you got a nice basket there? You have any green apples? We'll put that on. Something that looks serene, but we'll remove microwaves. And, you know, you may move them for the photos and for showings. You can certainly live with it, but for showings and the, the, the photos, you want that off. Your pots and pans that are hanging over the stove, your um, toaster oven. I do leave coffee pots because everybody yes. loves their coffee bars. Yes. We remove knives. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. So things like that will remove. You know, your paper towel holders, your dish rack. We want to make it look very serene because, again, if you have granite countertops, you want to. You don't want to clutter it. You want buyers to see the condition. Yes. yes. You know, there's also people that say, I don't have good granite countertops. People are going to see that. Well, guess what? They're going to see it regardless. So let's make it look neat and clean. Show them how they can live there for a year until they can afford to fix it.
0: The other thing that... Often comes up, which is a, a minute detail but very significant, are accent colors, right? Very so important. this is something that I've seen you do a lot in terms of being in a kitchen. Does someone have a – like a, if they have a red kettle, right, stands out, right? right? Yep. If they have something else, the container that's orange, if they have something that's mm-hmm. green, like – there's like a color blending that just schematically mm-hmm. works. And yes. I think that's something that, that's important too, based on what I've seen. Yeah, you
1: know, it's a little crazy because sometimes I, I do pick a, an accent color. I'll always look for something that they have in the house Yeah, and I'll glean from that. And it's almost coincidental that it's almost like when you walk to the front door, if they have a red door, for some reason when you go in, it's like all these red accents. So what happens when you put an accent color in a room, it draws the buyer to each room. It just draws their eye around, like, oh, I want to see what's in that room. Mm-hmm. So it's just crazy how it works, but it does make sense, and it is creating a flow with that. Yeah. So that's what we always look for, and that's why I love looking in cabinets. I mean, I find beautiful dishes, beautiful stuff.
0: Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and I, basements are another area that can be a mixed bag because mm-hmm. some of them are— Finished, some are not finished. What, I, well, I'll start with the unfinished. Okay. Unfinished, because uh, you and I haven't worked a ton on unfinished. Right. That was that one plain field property that had the half bath and laundry down there, and that was just more organization. Right, yes. Maybe um. Not. But what I can say, and this is, uh, again, another tidbit for sellers if basements are unfinished, the important thing, two things. One is decluttering in terms of mm-hmm. having f- being able to see the floor. Correct. All right. Having shelving preferably where things are on shelf, and lighting is super, super mm-hmm. critical. There's, there's nothing worse than having a dark-looking basement, even if it's a dry one, but having mm-hmm. it being dark. And it's not much to have somebody install no. lighting because the no. basements if it's unfinished, it's not like they have to cut through sheetrock or anything like that, right? So everything mm-hmm. is already exposed. But just adding lighting goes a long, long way. And it does remember, um, yeah, we did a large Plainfield home I'm before, thinking, right? I'm thinking of it. It yes. was a very classic Victorian yes, kind of home. Yes, that was gorgeous. And that's what Yeah, it was gorgeous. And that was a situation where, again, basement was unfinished. Mm-hmm. For the most part, was already non-cluttered anyway, mm-hmm. but they added lighting that went such a long way. And if you choose to paint a floor right. uh, or walls, again, it's easy to do because mm-hmm. it's open, mm-hmm. right? But it goes a long, long way in terms of buyers coming down to take a look at that. But... um. Your, your finished basements, what some of the things that you find to be, I guess, they vary too. Because They, they vary. Know. It
1: depends on what they have, yeah. how big the home is. Sometimes we set up a kid's zone. Sometimes there's offices or if they have a pool table. So it all depends on what they have. But I'm just something you brought up a point about painting basement floors. Mm. I don't go with the classic gray. I never did. Okay, I think that looks dreary. Okay. I always pick a lighter color like a Jefferson house if you want to look that up by Glidden. It's like a beigey- and then I might do white on the walls because okay. make it look nice. Before my basement was finished, I had it sponge painted. I mean, okay. you can do a basement floor. I've also seen people that have exposed beams; they will spray paint the ceiling black, and it looks amazing. Yeah, and it's those things that make it look so interesting. I mean, kids today do YouTube videos, like you know, and they they want the little space to do right. that. Right. So you got to think of creative and what's going to attract a you know. Like a buyer, oh well, you know, my kid can come down here and play. That's what attracted me when I bought my home, as I had a yes. nice basement, not finished, right. but clean, open, that my kids could have parties in.
0: And these are low cost kind of oh, fixes, right? Big low so cost. So when you're talking fixes. about painting a floor, painting painting walls, even having an electrician come in to uh, install lighting, right? Yes. So very, very low cost, but the the return on it is significant. Yeah. All right. Um. So yeah. So these are, are like some of the the basics that. Every seller that I encounter, we're going to have this conversation on staging. And I know a lot of them hear staging and they see these big dollar figures. Right. So and I've encountered that. I mean, I've Uh, I've staged um, a property. Um, I was probably was one of my early staging jobs where in Jersey City. And this was a one bedroom condo downtown. uh, And I want to say the price tag landed. Now, this was a vacant property, Mm -hmm. um, one bed, one bath. And it was a twenty six hundred dollar stage. That's about right. That's about right. We run about thirty
1: five hundred for basic yeah, because we do do the vacant homes, right? Um, and it is it is, but right. those are the homes that make a difference.
0: Yes, I mean yes. those
1: if they're vacant and people can't envision how to put their furniture, then yeah, it's, it's worth the investment. In this to do case, it.
0: it was absolutely because uh, in Jersey City, floor plans vary, yeah. square footage varies, but you really need to be able to see how functionally mm-hmm. does it work with a couch absolutely. and with a bed, and you know. But yeah. that that is, but these price tags are far above when we're talking about restyling. Correct. All right, so. That's why when I have these conversations with sellers uh, initially Mm -hmm. and we talk staging, they see dollar figures initially. They think somebody come in to replace their things and getting the pod to put all their stuff out. And it's like, no, it's not that at all. Uh, And it's very reasonable in terms of cost. Um, So if Mm -hmm. you uh, again, we're going to flash up Phyllis's website at the conclusion here, which we're getting close to. But we're going to flash that up so you can see a couple samples. I would highly encourage anyone if you're a real estate agent that that's looking uh Phyllis is Central Jersey, but I I've done uh, yes, yeah. Phyllis has everywhere. come far north for me. I'm right? going
1: to Chatham in two
0: weeks. Chath- yeah, okay. All right. All right, yeah. So she's uh pretty much I haven't had you come to Hudson County, but I'm yeah. saying I, I've had her uh go all over. But um It's it's very much worth consideration if you're an agent just looking for a different option Mm -hmm. Um, and if you are a seller and you are starting to really think, all right, how do I best market this place? Even if when you open that door, come home, kid stuff is everywhere or Mm -hmm. pet stuff is everywhere Mm -hmm. or you're just not that super organized person yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, And even if you are, even if you're relatively organized, the consultation itself, I can speak for me, the consultation itself for my clients, they pay nothing for they have an opportunity for Phyllis to come there, walk through, assess, give recommendations, and just make their own decision from there. Uh, it goes a long, long way uh, because it's one thing to have an eye for what you like personally. I think that's right. a seller challenge too. is what it's their, their big own challenge. taste, yes. right, and challenge is yes. versus us as professionals knowing mm-hmm. what draws the eyes of what comes in that property, right? So any any challenging That's stories with that thing. one? Because yes. I know I've yes. had my share. So
1: when I first started staging, it's funny because that was in 2006. No one knew what staging was. And I would always say, based on the consultation, I would leave and the women would always be crying. <laughs> Now it's like, oh, do whatever you want to do. But yeah. they didn't know what the concept was. So when you start to say, we need to move that. But I paid so much money for those curtains. Heavy draperies, we do take down. Yes. And I'm like, so I, it's funny. So one day I said to someone who was very upset about their curtains, I said, well, are you taking them to your new home? She said, no. I said, why not? She says, well, they're dated. I don't like them anymore. I says, well, why do you think a buyer's going to come in here and like them? So it's things like that, you know? So that was a challenging thing. I mean, we did have a few people that were very artsy. So they refuse to let us touch their artwork. And, you okay. know, there's some questionable artwork you have to be careful with. Yes. So, you know, but you work with it. You say, you know, I'll always work with the realtor and say, look, is it going to be an issue that someone's going to come in here and not buy the house because of that? Because we have to also make the seller happy. Right. We have to work as a team. Right. And as far as like you were speaking before about getting uh, a pods, the first thing we do based on the consultation is we will look – for every place that we can store stuff within their home before having them spend the money on that. And i got to tell you, they'll say, oh, no, my basement's cluttered, my garage is cluttered. We'll we'll go into garages and basements and rearrange everything just to get the stuff down there. So our job is to keep the client's cost down. Because I know if someone came into my home and wanted me to start moving stuff out and bringing new stuff in, I don't think I would do that. Which is why most realtors like this concept, and they say because you will work with what the clients own. Right. So it really is very cost effective, and it's done really in one day.
0: Yes. Yes. I, I've. I've. Yeah. I've, I've not experienced a multi-day job with you yet. No. At all. At all. And I'm not there when Phyllis's team is at work. They schedule with the seller. They do their thing, and I'm coming back when we have the actual media, you know, uh, recording day and photo day, if you will. Uh, and I have not been disappointed as always. If anything, I'm a bit amazed uh, at at the turnaround. And Phyllis mentioned this earlier: how sellers look at it and they like, "Wow, do I really want to sell? Uh, no. Do, I want to, do I, want to I want to move? Why haven't I done this earlier?" Yeah. Because it it makes that type of a uh, a difference in terms of just a general aesthetic. So we're coming down towards the conclusion here. Um, I want to flash up Phyllis's website right here, restyle to Sell, and. Uh, Phil, just let everybody know the best way to get a hold of you. Is it through okay. the website, through email, through? I
1: like text messages and phone calls.
0: Okay, text I, messages yeah, and phone calls. Yeah, because
1: call. sometimes the email, for some reason with the website, it goes through, but maybe a day late. And I like to answer people right away. Okay. So even if I don't answer the phone right away, I get right back to you. And, yeah, it's fine. Got it. I like Got that it. most. So
0: we are going to flash up her cell number right here on screen. But go ahead and give it to those who are okay. listening and do not have that visual.
1: The number is 732. 732- Two nine nine five three four two five seven three two nine nine five three four two
0: five, and that is restyled to sell. So again, if you are in the market, if you are about to approach the market. And you know what? Mm-hmm. Even if you are already on the market, it's not too late, yes. okay? Because if, if you're not getting the traction that you need, we're in a really funny mm-hmm. market right now. Rates drop. They're back up a little bit. We're late February right now, 2024 have not quite hit the frenzy of the spring quite yet. Uh, So if you're not getting maybe the traction that you need, something you want to consider is worth it. It's absolutely worth it. Uh, But if you are planning to do something in the near spring as well, you can always reach out to me. My contact information is right here in the details, uh, but you can contact Phyllis as well. You want to really uh, put your best foot forward when you have both photos being done and that open house. Because it is mm-hmm. that buyer enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. It's uh, real estate is part, you know part science, part art, all right? And mm-hmm. the art of selling a home is creating excitement when someone comes and they step into that home and they can feel that it's theirs. That't mean you've done new painting, doesn't mean you have new windows and new roof right. and everything else. If you do, that's great. But you can absolutely transform any home to something where someone walks in and says, I can see myself here, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and this is what staging does; it creates that kind of of landscape. So, thanks again for joining this week. We are coming back at you weekly with episodes on all things New Jersey. So, I want to thank Phyllis. Thank you for joining thank again. Thank you
1: for having me. What a what was a blessing doing this. Absolutely, today. Thank you.
0: absolutely. So, for the in the meantime, stay safe and stay tuned to New Jersey Living. I'll see you next week.